1: If you're a tennis fan, you'll love Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome to the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. We're at the Lyberg Studios up in Glenshaw. Our producer, Ben Stonium, is here with us on site. Big show this week, John. Mm, big one. Really big show. We've got an interview with the mastermind of the Pittsburgh sports band. It's
2: called
1: you're really not
3: going to want to miss it. If yeah. you're a
1: Pittsburgh sports fan, if you are a musician or someone who has a Spotify account or a
3: business person, I guess. Yeah, you,
1: Yeah. Stay tuned for that. Also, we'll be giving away those penguin tickets and playing the winning smash dick full bush call that's going to win those two suite level tickets. And we'll be playing some of those calls or at least parts of them throughout the show. We got some really great submissions. And then at the end of the program, we will announce our winner who will join us on the March 25th game Penguins versus Capitals. We'll be in the suite, we'll be having drinks. I'm uh. talking food on the reg, uh. I'm talking feeling kind of underdressed even though other people are wearing Penn's gear as well.
3: Who knows? Could get weird. Tad. Uh, We've got a sweet and sticky situation on our hands here. (laughs) For fans of the grilled stickies at Eaton Park, have you had those? Yes, I have. Well, you'll have to find something else to (laughs) satisfy your sweet tooth. The popular treats are now unavailable. I guess the bakery partner dipped out, closed up shop um really so yeah eaton park made a made a statement the headline though was what caught me the reason that i read it turner's is stepping in to the fray here of the grilled stickies situation and so the headline reads grilled stickies off the menu at eaton park but you can get them as milk so i guess turner's is like you can get the grilled stickies flavor as a milk Okay. So you can get grilled stickies a la mode whole milk, now available in stores from Turner Dairy Farms. Uh, I know what I think. Are you asking me? I'm asking you two questions. Would I go for it? What do you think of this?
1: I think it's fine. I like strawberry quick. I like Mm. stuff like that. I like all the goofy flavored protein drinks. There's a cereal milk flavored protein drink that I like. Yeah. This is not how I would choose to consume
3: calories, but I get it. I just feel like, I mean, here's the way they're probably making it, right? They're having a bunch of eight-year-olds eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch and then leave the excess milk in the bowl, and then they just pour (laughs) that into one big vat. That's definitely how this is getting made, right? One hundred percent. Okay, so I guess, all right, I'm not into it either. I think Turner's needs to (laughs) slow their roll. You know, you don't have to step into every every fight you don't have to fight every battle but it, you, people it, love you already take it easy you're running the risk here of jumping the shark and
1: i think it's a little nice i think it's a little bit nice that there's a in a crisis you know look
3: for the helpers <laughs> fred rogers said that john right but i guess i've been thinking about the phrase that's really been ringing out my hand is as milk as milk what other thing <sighs> right would you, you could want turn anything into milk as milk right uh, merit menthol ultralights as milk. <laughs> but, you know, like a, a cool, uh, refreshing, but you still got that you know It's like in
1: yeah, it's like in Braveheart, it's like if Wallace could make him into milk,
3: right. it could be my head in the basket. Yeah. So think about other things as milk. Anything jump out to you that you would like to have well, as
1: milk? Everything on the Eaton Park menu now can obviously be turned into milk. Super burger as milk.
3: <laughs> as milk. Shredded pot roast sandwich. As milk. <laughs> As milk. It is poetic too, right? I think in a couple like Dude, do you like the band As Milk? All right, John, March Madness.
1: <laughs> 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 Listen. When it comes to March Madness, I'll be honest. I don't know shit about
3: Hey. F- I'm with you.
1: Now that being said, which it was? It was. It was said. Uh, I've been following the tournament the last two years. My wife, my wife has gotten me into Mm -hmm. watching the tournament. It's fun. Root for the underdogs. Quickly, Princeton, at time of recording, has advanced to the Sweet 16. I'm a big, I hope the Ivy League schools, like, Mm -hmm. do really poorly in all sports. Right. Because that's the least that they've chosen. And there should be some crumbs left over for us common folk. Mm Mm-hmm. Um so Princeton I hope
3: you lose by 30. I had a weird moment. I was I caught the end of uh, I was at a bar and I caught the end of their upset against Arizona. And like cuz I'm like you, I just go by the numbers. I'm like, "Oh, it'd be sweet if this lower seed beat, you know, the top seed." And like so I'm rooting for Princeton and then they won and then they went to a they panned to like a shot of of the Princeton crowd and the Princeton faithful and I was like, "Oh, Damn, I hate all those people. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so <laughs> we're rich and we've always we'll always be okay. <laughs> but we won this game. It'll all work out for us. And we won this game.
1: Right. Some dude from Arizona is gonna be like working at a car dealership in yeah. his hometown. <laughs> Upon reflection, you need to look past the seeds, John. Mm. You need to look at the full picture. Right. But uh what was refreshing about this March Madness tournament thus far is Pitt won the play in game to get in. And you're like, okay, so they're in March Madness. Like, good for Pitt, but, like, I'm not going to get, like, caught up in all Mm -hmm. that. Because, you know, being a Pitt fan, how it goes. And then they beat Iowa State. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, Mm -hmm. you know, and keep in mind, knowing nothing about college basketball, knowing nothing about basketball at all, it's like, you know what? They're going to beat Xavier. Yeah. They're going to barnstorm this goddamn tournament. Right. And then predictably they lost. They were down 20 for much of the second half of that game. And then you realized you fell into the lifetime movie of being a pit fan Mm. where you are the battered woman going back to the scumbag guy. (laughs) He loves me. He's changed. No. No, no, no. No. Honey, uh, honey. (laughs) So... I got to play myself that way, which was fun. Uh, But it was a cool season for Pitt. The big letdown of the tournament thus far didn't happen on the court, John. Oh. It happened on Twitter. So before the Pitt-Iowa State game, Mm -hmm. there was a tweet spreading like wildfire (laughs) across the Twitter sphere from someone named Cyclone Larry, Iowa State they're the Cyclones. Oh, wow. This guy has a professional-looking headshot as his avatar. If Iowa State loses to Pitt on Friday, I will tase my nutsack on live stream. Oh. Regardless of where you're, of your, how much you like basketball or not, yeah. Just the thought of someone playing their own one-man version of Running Man was enough to intrigue a fan like myself. So Pitt wins. Hell yeah! You go looking for this guy. Dude's gonna tase his nutsack yeah. on a live stream, and then it was revealed it was he was a fake bot. Yeah, he was. It was a made up thing. There's no Cyclone Larry,
3: and the it's dangerous misinformation.
1: I know, and it was a big bummer. So I paid a guy to taste his own nutsack <laughs> <laughs> on a live stream. Cost me two grand. Best two grand I ever spent. See. Before we get on to our next segment here, John, we're going to play a call, a submission for the Penguin tickets. Here's Matt in Brentwood.
4: First off, love the show, guys. Uh, my smash stick Full Bush Penguin moment happened on January 19th, 1980, perhaps the peak of the Full Bush area. Interesting, the night before Super Bowl fourteen as well. I was there with my dad, Uncle Joe, and cousin Steve. The fans would take on the Oilers that night and lose, as they often did in those days, 5 to 2. The thing that made this game uh, the most smash dick game in Penn's history happened in the second period. When Penn's defenseman, Ken Claxon had had enough of Oilers, pee Pants, razzle-dazzle center Wayne Gretzky. Claxon decided to adjust Gretzky's weird-ass Joffa Euro helmet for him, and whacked him across the head with a stick. This would prompt uh, Oilers cement head, Dave Semenko, beat the out of pretty much the whole Penguins team. Uh, This would spark a brawl that would see the benches clear and 40 men basically punching each other in the face. Uh, The fights went on forever and ever, and uh, men would be dragged to the penalty box, only to jump right back on and continue to fight. When uh, all was said and done, 267 penalty minutes would be a set, a Penn's record to this day, I believe. So when you're talking about Penguins' most smash-dick foolbush moment, the Penn's Oilers melee of 1980 is mine. That is
3: yeah.
1: pretty cool, and I'll tell you what—I went back and looked it up. There was like that is a a known like really? crazy melee. Wow! And for Matt and Brentwood to be there at the time, sixth grade, and also what a great two day stretch. He went there. He saw the all time uh, penalty minutes assessed in a game record for the Penguins, mm-hmm. and then the next day he watched the Steelers defeat the Rams in Super Bowl fourteen. Not bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty sweet. Also, excellent use of cement head by Matt. Yeah. That's a good, this is, to see a slap shot, to see some old time hockey. Right. Eddie Shore.
3: Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, we're going to play a couple more calls during the show, but certainly a strong start from Matt and Brentwood.
3: Lots to like there.
1: All right, John, let's just get to it because it's so good. It's so fun. It was. It's just a, a really fun interview. Unsettling also. A little unsettling, yes, but there's a lot of really good advice and a lot of really uh, great perspective from our guest here. Joining us now on the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast, he is the mastermind behind the Pittsburgh sports band. John, friend of the show, Justin Romano, sent me a link, and he's like, hey, check it out, the Pittsburgh sports band. Look at the names of some of these songs. They've got songs about Ian Cole, songs about Max Starks, Songs about Francisco Liriano I was like, hell yeah We should try to get this guy on the show And we're lucky enough to have him here with us He is Matt Farley from Moturn Media Matt, thanks for taking the time to join us
2: Yeah, absolutely And I, I'm just, you know I'm sorry that how out of date it is You know, I wish I could keep up The more angry that Phil Coward gets The more his chin protrudes Neil
3: Walker What a great man Well, we love obscure uh, Pittsburgh sports references and particularly, you know, from eras dating back to our childhood and and stuff like that. So some of those names, even Tad was just rattling off. The fact that there is a, you know, a songsmith out there. Barry, Barry, Barry,
2: Barry Barry Bonds used to be so lanky and skinny
3: Tell people a
1: little bit about your work. You've written, uh, 24,000 songs. Bach, who is widely regarded as a prolific composer, that coward only wrote a thousand songs.
2: Bach. Get out of here, (laughs) Bach. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I, I I made a realization about 15 years ago that, um, if I'm, if I'm going to get noticed in the world of music, I need to write a lot of songs about topics that no one else is writing about. And, um, and so one of those topics was athletes. I'm a big sports fan, so it you know, kind of came easy to me. Bo Bennett is a wonderful man. He's a graduate of Valley Christian High School. He's a son of Kirk and Luana. So I was doing the sports songs for a while, but then... You know, p- people get traded, people get re- people retire, they get injured, and it-, it was so frustrating to put out an album and have it be out of date almost immediately, you know. So, um, I've been doing more evergreen songs.
3: You figured it out, you're writing songs about, about things that there need to be songs about. I'm still stuck on the dumb shit of like love and life, <laughs> and it's you know. It's it's bullshit. What I've you figured it out, man. You're like a Buddhist like uh, Like you've transcended it all how like to walk me through that psychologically
2: There are dark times. I just want you to know there's dark times when I'm, I'm in this little room here I people like songs with their names in them. Okay. Mm-hmm. I learned that a long time ago people like songs about poop Okay I learned that a long time ago. And then I had this moment, I said, what if I combined the two, you know? And did name poop songs. I've done 3,000 songs in which I sing people's names followed by the word poop for about two minutes each. <laughs> and so some days I'll do 50 of those in a day. And I mean, it it hurts. and. I had dreams too. I I write love songs also and no one listens to any of them. And then I write I write the Billy Poop song and it it gets played uh, you know 50,000 times.
3: Wow. I'll, I'll
1: tell you right now I'm I'm transported back to my childhood looking at the license plate and there being no Tad license plate as I'm sure there is no Tad poop song.
2: Oh, let's not be so sure. I'm going to look it up as we speak. I'm pretty thorough. No promises, but um <laughs> I have I have 800 names that people have sent me in the past couple of years. So, and they keep coming too.
1: I want to I, I really want to know like Pittsburghers as as John said like we are suckers for anything sports related to just be considered like to have our own sports band. We got a guy with three albums out there of Pittsburgh uh Pittsburgh sports
3: songs. So, what do we got to Yeah, what do we got to do to get you to come perform those songs in Pittsburgh? I'll help you.
2: <laughs> and to do all 15-year-old songs, too. People would buy
3: tickets, uh, dude, dude. People dude. would buy tickets. We
1: would sell it out. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Benny
2: Roethlisberger is the kind of guy we like. Let's hope he wears his helmet next time he rides his bike. It doesn't matter if he's injured. It doesn't matter if he's
3: hurt. And then here's another thing. it could be a totally different lane for you. Like, songs about songs. I don't know if you know that song, uh... Send me on my way. Send me on my way. I would like to. It's by a band called Rusted Root. Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, band, from right? Pittsburgh. So like, I wonder if you could do a song about that song.
2: About the pride that you feel when you hear the hometown
3: band. And, like, so that you're excited. You play that song, right? You want to hear "Send Me on My Way," but then you're not going to play it again. But maybe on like a playlist, you have the "Send Me on My Way" yeah, song. It's like a
2: it's like a post game recap, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
3: yeah exactly, Matt. you are a genius, yeah,
2: you just need to like you can't go to bed, you just need to hear these people talk about what 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 you just watched,
3: right, and you're like, remember that part where the flute solo hits, and like you know you're hey, you're the you're the guy you I won't yeah, um yeah, I mean that
2: that song's in tons of movies,
3: yeah, songs about songs, dude,
2: <laughs> I learned that you can't copyright titles mm. and and so, and so I just wrote a whole bunch of songs with um, the titles of famous songs, but I would just sing different stuff. <laughs> so I, I actually have one called Send Me On My Way by the passionate and objective Joker
3: fan.
1: Hell yeah. What a
3: refreshing take.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, you're one of the great volume shooters in the game. How can people find your work? What what projects do you have on the docket right now?
2: It, it's too much. It's too much to... Uh, to get into, but li- here's the deal, <laughs> listeners. If you want to know more about me, my personal phone number is six zero three six four four zero zero four eight. I'll whatever you want to know. Text me a topic, and I'll probably i'll re- I'll respond with a link to a song about that topic. Okay, that's a, that'll be fun.
3: Hell yeah, Matt, you're the man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you yeah, so much, fun, Matt. Fun.
2: Yeah. Good luck. Uh, good luck to the the pirates. Let me tell you about a wonderful baseball man. His name is Andrew McCutcheon uh, i'm a i'm a I'm a Boston guy, so uh, I'm hoping for a better uh, season for the sox this year.
1: Well, I'll tell you what we we like and respect you so much. We're not even gonna ball bag you about any of that.
2: Do you despise the average Boston sports fan or like specifically yes. well, or not? <clears throat> yeah.
1: No nah, just the just the Patriots. Patriots.
2: Just, just the, you know, two decades of excellence, you know? Uh, you know there. what?
1: You know what, Matt? You know what? I, we were vulnerable. We poured our heart out to you and uh. you trampled on it. Matt, thanks so much for taking the time, dude.
2: All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye.
1: Take care. Man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love that, dude. Me too. That was so sweet. Check, was cool. out, check out Matt's stuff at Motern Media, M-O-T-E-R-N Media on Twitter or moturnmedia.com, just to like... Or call him. Or yeah. call him, yeah. yeah. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's self-docs. That was great. He's ahead of his time. He's one of a kind, and yeah, I, I recommend checking out the website if you want to learn more. I When we received this uh, information about the Pittsburgh Sports Band, I thought to myself, hey, I bet it's a guy doing covers of Steeler Polka, and here we go. It ain't that. It ain't that at all. And then when you start to peel back the layers, it's dark. It's like that documentary that they accidentally made about uh, those Russian athletes using steroids. Right. It's kind of like where it takes you. You become an investigative journalist on Matt Farley. And uh, you know, just to just to try to glean the motivation mm. to do something like that. But thanks, huge thanks to Matt for doing that. Um, we really appreciate him stopping by. Mm. Okay, John, our next call for the Penguins tickets, Sweet Level, March twenty fifth. The dirty, dirty Capitals coming to town. Our next submission uh, that made the the final three here, mm. Big East Tim in Polish Hill.
5: For your podcast, You're looking for a uh, smash dick full bush story about the penguins. I got one here. Back in the day, I was uh, doing landscaping in the South Hills, Mount Lebanon, Upper St Clair. You know, a couple penguins were on our list: Jimmy Johnson, Phil Bork, Larry Murphy. Just the name drop a little. Anyway, come Christmas time, we switched over to selling Christmas trees. Bunch of the guys would come down to get trees off of us, you know? So during my business, I'd dress up like Santa Claus and put on my rollerblades and skate around the parking lot holding the sign up. You know, get your Christmas tree here, that sort of thing. A bunch of us guys played street hockey, rollerblade hockey, so we always had a couple of sticks laying around the uh the yard. Make a fresh cut on a Christmas tree, you got a perfect wooden hockey puck. We use those all day when we're in between customers. So I'm out drumming up business, I'm skating back towards the tree stand, and I see all the guys standing around big guys. I see one of my friends point me out. Big guy turns around. Mario Lemieux. He looks over at me in my Santa Claus outfit, and I could see through all the wig and big full beard I'm wearing, I could see him laughing at me. Eye contact, laughing at me. Nah, it ain't gonna happen this way, pal. You're not gonna remember me like this. So I drop the sign. I go over, I grab one of the hockey sticks. Set up one of them wooden pucks about 50 feet away from the, uh, from the net we had set up. I'm ripping around the parking lot, building up a head of steam. I come skating in. No, I'm not gonna show Mario my hand skills by handling a wooden puck on a parking lot. No, I'm coming in Brett Hall. Wind up, blast that wooden puck into the top left corner of the net. Perfect. Nice, pull quick 180. <laughs> Go skating over to Mario, holding the stick out. Okay, pal, it's your turn. I can see the look in his eyes. Like, I'm not gonna be showing up by some guy on rollerblades The Santa Claus outfit here. Front of all these guys, so he just kind of chuckles, puts his hands
1: in his pocket, and walks over to get a tree. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Wow, biggies, Tim, big dicked Mario. Holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> how do you like that?
3: That's a pretty good
1: one, Le Magnifique. Mario was probably Magna weak. <laughs> Mario was like probably impeccably dressed, he had dress shoes on, yeah, but a strong call, John. Strong. A strong call from Tim. Uh, again, the calls we're playing during the show, all in consideration for our Penguin tickets this Saturday, March 25th, as the Penguins take on the Capitals. Oh, baby. Our last finalist here, John. A lot of great calls, a mm. lot of great submissions. Hard to whittle it down. Very tough. This one is from Brandon.
0: So 2013, uh, Penguins play in the Islanders, first round. So we go in the Lexus Club. We're drinking in there. Uh, penguins end up winning the game. We finish our drinks. We get in the elevator and we're heading out. And there wasn't normally a guy in there that would take you and you know to you know to whatever floor you wanted to go. And uh, he wasn't in there for some reason. So we press the button. We go down and the doors open and we're like in the basement of Console Energy. <laughs> so we just start walking out and uh, start meandering through the, the, the basement. And then we walk past this room and I go to my band like, Yo, that was Dan Bowsman in that room. We mustered up the courage. we walked into this room, and we're walking through the buffet line in the coach's room. My buddy's scooping potato salad onto his, onto his plate, and Dan Bosma walks up to us and goes, hey guys, I'm not sure, but I don't think you're supposed to be in here. <laughs> so All the coaches and their wives are sitting there, they're staring at us. Finally the security starts coming, and they are, they're escorting us out, and Ray Sherrill came out after us and said, hey guys, that was pretty impressive. And then uh, we got a picture with him, and then we finally just got escorted out.
1: Brandon and Brookline. Another strong
3: call mm-hmm. in the bowels of a stadium, just wandering around. All right, Tad, I know we had other stuff we wanted to talk about, but I've got some breaking news. This is broken news. Oh, shit, it broke. <laughs> uh, you know, nothing, gold can stay. Mm-hmm. Nothing lasts forever. And we've seen a lot of things change in this town. The O. Other, Heinz Field Heinz Field Other stuff I'm sure <laughs> uh, Probably Probably The Cricket Lounge At the corner of Bomb and More Wood That one Okay The Cricket Lounge Is No longer Going to be called The Cricket Lounge New ownership New management I guess um, I didn't read the whole story But <laughs> I did catch the name You ready for this? Hit me Medusa's Lair <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> medusa's, medusa's lair. lair yeah cast your
1: gaze on medusa and you'll be rock hard right
3: because that's her thing <laughs> that's what she does she it, turns men is. to stone i kind of like it <laughs> and it got me thinking i think there's some other cool strip club names out there that maybe people haven't haven't thought of. in the same vein of medusa's lair yeah, more or less <laughs> um you i got love it, it? You, you yeah
1: think? let me let me hit you with one ready Schrodinger's kitty.
3: Meow.
1: (laughs) You'll be wondering if you were ever inside at all the way our bartenders are pouring the drinks.
3: (laughs) Ding-a-ling. Join us down at Pavlov's dog. (laughs) Ring our bell, and you'll be salivating for what we have to offer. Okay. Skinner's box. (laughs) So, keeping in mind now,
1: Skinner's box was a negative reinforcement chamber that he put rats into. How would the bit sound? I mean, it would be like... Fellas, want to get scolded like a little pee-pants baby? Well, stop by Skinner's box. Skinner's box.
3: Pittsburgh's first gentleman's club based solely on negative reinforcement. Skinner's box. We've got all the cramped spaces and pain you can handle.
1: Skinner's box.
3: At Skinner's box, pain never felt so good. (laughs) See, that's a very specific archetype of client. Yeah, but I mean, we're getting into, as Matt Farley pointed out, people want specific things. They Content is out there. Niche so. markets. Right. That's what they want. Um, what about the Thinking Man's Strip Club of uh, Ethical Dilemmas? Well, that brings us to the Trolley Problem Lounge. Mm. You'll be thinking
1: hard as our dancers bear it all while positing deep philosophical questions and ethical dilemmas beyond your wildest dreams. A train's headed for three people, but you can switch the tracks and only one person will die.
3: Do you tug the lever?
1: The Trolley Problem Lounge, right next to the atrium of Monroeville.
3: Well, there it was, John. I'll admit it, I'm not a strip club guy, but Medusa's lair doesn't doesn't make me want to go there any any more than I already don't want to go. But I guess, like, what's a good strip club name? I like Skinner's Box.
1: (laughs) I like a tried and true classic like Skinner's Box. Also, I have a very low sexual opinion of myself, (laughs) and they foster that kind of atmosphere. You
3: know, it's just.
1: At Skinner's Box. Okay. John, it's time to give away the Penguin tickets. We got a bunch of great submissions. This was really tough, Mm -hmm. but. We asked for your best smash dick, full bush, Penguins story on the hotline. Of course, you can always hit us up on the hotline, 412-368-6375. Thanks to everyone that submitted. We really appreciate it. It's a tough decision. But in the end, the winner of the two sweet level tickets, with me and Stonium, having ripped beers at shales beforehand, Big East Tim...
3: Yeah, it's tough to top owning Mario Lemieux in a Santa costume. What are you going to do? Bold. I like that he said, he's not going to see me like this. He's not going <laughs> to let me go down like this. A man takes matters into his own hands and goes top left corner. Upper
1: Decker. I'm not going to let Lemieux go home and be like, saw some loser Santa Claus. Nope. Biggie's Tim probably had to deliver that. Yep. He delivered that f- goal, though. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I did. So congratulations, Big East Tim. We'll be in contact with you about how to redeem your tickets, and we're excited to take in the game together. Mm. It was a fun show, John. Oh, I had a blast. That was good. I have a question for you, though. You are a serious musician. Yeah. I like your music. Thank you. And I know many other people that do. I think you do a great job. Thank you. If people want to experience your music, you got a Honky Tonk jukebox night coming up at the Bloomfield Leader
3: Toffel. Tell people about it and how they can check you out. March 31st, come on down. Back at it this month, doing the honky-tonk thing. Everyone is welcome. It's a good time. You're going to be there. Oh, I'll be there. Giddy up. I missed the last one.
1: I got to be there. It's a super good time. Check it out. You can check it out. John will be posting about it. Check him out on Twitter, at Binley Hardware. Huge shout out to everyone who submitted a, uh, a story, a smash dick full bush story for the Penguin tickets. Congratulations to Big East Tim on winning those. Uh, shout out to him.
3: Tad poop. Tad poop. Tad, tad poop, poop, poop. Tad, tad, oh, tad poop, poop. Immortalized in song.
1: The music you're hearing now provided by our guest. Huge thanks to him, Matt Farley. Mm. At Moturn Media on Twitter, MoturnMedia.com. Thanks to him for letting us use these songs to sort of bookend and and play around with during the show. They're tremendous. Thanks to Ben Stonium. Thanks to Libberg Studios. It's the untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.
2: Tad poop poop poop.